Welcome to another episode of Red Pilled Mail. I am your host, Rich. I hope you gentlemen are doing fantastic today. All right, guys, uh, I want to say something real quick before I get into this episode, and this episode should be a pretty good one. Uh, at least I hope it is. <laughs> Look, uh, my last few episodes I've been kind of uh, ranting and raving, and that's kind of what I do. I rant and rave in my microphone here. And uh, I just want you guys to understand out there that I'm not trying to belittle uh, men who have inadequacies when it comes to dealing with women. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, talk down to those guys. I look, here, here's the real deal. The real world, the actual real world, not the social constructs that society tries to create to coddle people and stuff like that. The real world isn't going to care about your inadequacies with women. As a matter of fact, it's going to be way harsher than I was in my last few episodes. Understand that I'm coming from a place of caring, a place that wants to educate a place that wants to not see men being taken advantage of by women who ultimately are very selfish. That's what I, that's all I was trying to simply say in my last episode. Okay. And I just want to make that clear because I know that when I re-listen to it, it does sound like I'm coming off kind of harsh, but reality is harsh, okay? That heartbreak you have when you invested all that time, money, emotion, support into a, you know, into a person who takes them for granted is way harsher than what I had to say. Understand that the real world doesn't care about your feelings, it doesn't care about coddling you. It can it can at times be a very cruel and cold place. Just as many of you men who have experienced these things, such as myself, have experienced, you know, the cruel and cold world, the cruelty of women, the spitefulness, the bitterness that some women can have, have seen hypergamy in action, have, have been victims of this, this concept that I have to have a man that's better than me. When they bring nothing to the table themselves. So just understand that although it may come off as being kind of harsh, kind of kind of crude. It's reality. It's me being real with you. It's me trying to give you that swift kick to the ass to say you need to get your shit together because no one else is going to for you. All right, guys. So with that being said, let me go ahead and get into this article because this is a prime example of hypergamy in action <laughs> and how a woman 
how a woman's financial threshold plays uh, plays a role in her choosing who she wants to be with. So let's go ahead and get into this. All right. So this is a story from Reddit. It's uh, he goes to say here in the in the title description. I, a 32-year-old male, overheard my girlfriend, a 32-year-old female, tell her sister that she is dating down, being with me because she makes more money than me, and is surprised that I don't have roommates. I make 35,000 or 35, I'm sorry, $135,000 a year, $135,000 a year. Okay, nothing to sneeze at. And she makes $205,000 a year. So roughly about $70,000 more than him, which ultimately isn't life-changing. And <laughs> if you really look at it and, and taxes and, and all that, um, now if they make this after taxes, you know, that's, that's good, but ultimately $70,000 isn't life changing. It allows you to live more comfortably. Obviously, if you make 205,000 compared to 135,000, but it, is it put you in another income bracket? Does it really put you over that level where you have to say this guy isn't really worth it? If this guy was making fifty thousand and she was making two hundred five, then I'd say, yeah, you know, you're in a different income bracket. You know, as a matter of fact, you've priced yourself out of uh, dating most guys, most eligible guys, anyway. So this guy is in the top ten percent of of earners in the country making six figures. So is she. Now that's not good enough for her apparently. So let's go ahead and get into this and see where, uh, where, where things were, where her mindset is, how, why, how she's come to this conclusion and, and his response to, to dealing with all of this. Okay. So it go, he goes on to say here, my girlfriend and I have been together for eight months. So not that long. So a bit about ourselves. I graduated from a top 10 public university and I work at a great architecture firm in New York City. So he lives in a kind of expensive city, but I, I'll go out on a limb to say that, yeah, again, I don't know how much it is to live in New York. I know it's kind of pricey, um, but he's making a decent income. Even at 135 a year, he's he's probably living okay, you know, uh, for New York, and he's working in an architecture firm, which is probably going. He's and he's only 32. You have to remember that he's young. Most men don't hit their financial stride till the age of 45, where they're earning their most money, and he's working in a in an area or he is probably going to grow or you know grow in experience and grow in pay. So again, 135 is nothing to sneeze at. So he says he's working as a senior project architect, so he's he, he's already at 32 
uh, probably running certain, uh, you know, he's probably over a team of architects or, or builders or something like that. So because I know people will ask, I, I make in total 135000 a year. My girlfriend works as a software developer. She went to a decent state school and works at a tech company as an engineer. So she makes decent money too, obviously. Uh, he goes on to say, when, when we go out for dates in the beginning, I used to pay all the time. Now we do closer to 60-40. When it comes to salary, she specifically asks, I don't like to have that conversation, but hey, I thought if we were going to one day be married, uh, then it's important to know. Okay, so um, she wanted to know how much do you make? Now, in the beginning, he was paying for the he was paying for the the dates and now that they've gotten a little more comfortable they're splitting them a little bit more now i don't know who 60 40 is i don't know who the 60 is it might be her it, it's it might be him he may ask hey look you know y'all want you want to split this blah 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 you know and so this probably rose the question for her that hey i wonder if you know, he makes all that much. He's asking me for money. He used to pay for the dates. Now he's asking me for money. And he didn't want to bring it up, but uh, they mentioned about being married one day. You've only been with this person eight months. Why are you even talking about marriage? Uh, you Maybe after a year or two, I would say that you should vet a person for at least a year, preferably two years. You shouldn't be talking about marriage within that time frame. Okay. But after eight months, you don't even know each other really. So obviously this is a, uh, <laughs> a woman who, uh, you know, finances are important to her. So, when women say that I, it doesn't matter, it probably does. And there are a few ex exceptions to the rule out there uh, where that really doesn't matter to them. As long as you're contributing, as long as you bring in something of value and you're doing your part and you're not being reckless with your money and spending it, all of it and putting all the burden on, on, the, uh, on her, then... Some women, not all, but some, are okay with that. They're okay with you making a little less. Again, she makes only $70,000 more than him. That's not life-changing, guys. I, I, don't, I know that may sound like, that's somebody's salary for a whole year. Yes, but when you're in that six-figure mark, 70 grand isn't really going to make a big difference as far as how they live their lives. You know, it, it really isn't. That's And that's not me being, a, you know, a snob or saying that money doesn't matter. Yeah, 70 grand is a lot of money to some people. But it's, again, in retrospect, it's not life-changing between the lifestyle that he lives and she lives, really. So, 
know, it, it really shouldn't matter, but obviously it does to her. Okay, so let's go ahead and continue. Uh, when I told her, she got a bit shy about sharing hers because she knew that she made more. But I did in mine, and my girlfriend prides herself on being a womanist. I'm going to say the word womanist, but you know what I mean. It's the bad letter F word. Uh, so I didn't think anything of it. I thought she was worried she was going to embarrass me, but I didn't care. See, obviously money doesn't matter to him because he makes good money. He makes a decent living and he knows that I have a good job and I'm going to make more later on in life. And again, most men don't hit their financial stride till about the age of 45. Okay, between 45 and 55 is when they make their... That's when they're making their biggest amount of money. Obviously, that doesn't matter to, to her, though. She's not seen that far ahead, yet they're talking about she's bringing up marriage. So that how does that make any sense? Because she's only seen the, the right there and then, not down the road, really. Uh, so... Again, he goes on to say, uh, oh, okay, I I guess she thought I was going to embarrass him, but he doesn't care. He doesn't care because when a guy's making his own money, what she makes isn't really that big of a deal, especially when he's making six figures. Uh, this is how things went down. I was in the living room working, and now he's going to go into the story of how he heard uh, this you know, this, uh, this news that she's dating down. I was in the living room working out and she was on the phone with her sister. I was doing push-ups and wasn't paying attention, but I, it went like this. Her sister was going to leave DC and move to uh, New York City. And she was like, oh, don't, uh, and she was like, oh, don't want to come to New York that that the dating here is a hellhole. God, I, I think I just butchered <laughs> all up. It's because he's okay. In my defense, he, he, his sentence structure, he used wrong words. He used that instead of the, uh, you know, so he, he kind of screwed up what he wrote here. He wrote it wrong. So that's why it kind of tripped me up in my own defense. I know I stumble over stuff a lot, especially just talking normally, but <laughs> he, he screwed this up. So her sister was going to leave DC to come to New York. And she was like, oh, don't want to come to New York. That dating here is a hellhole. Uh, this is when I started listening. And she would, and she said that she has that, and she said that she has to date down. She said, My name is a sweet guy, but he doesn't do that well. He only makes 130K. I'm surprised he wasn't living with roommates. Wow. Wow. What, what a, <clears throat> what a, uh, what a shock to somebody who thinks that he's doing fine. 
this guy who's obviously done everything he was supposed to do, makes a good living, and is told that it's not good enough. Wow. That's, and that, but this, see, this goes to show you the hypergamy in action. The fact that she thinks that I have to, I'm lowering myself to date this guy who doesn't make as much money as me or more. He's in the top 10% of all Americans. That's men and women. And that's still not good enough. Wow. She went into other parts and then mentioned this wasn't what she envisioned with life. Wow. Whoever does, right? You know, when I was young, I thought I was going to be doing something else than what I'm doing now. Now, I'm not, and again, I'm not saying I regret my choices and what I've done. I wish I would have, you know, made smarter choices when it came to career-wise earlier on in life instead of later. But, you know, you know, we, we all think that we would have thought we were going to be doing something else or we were going to have a different lifestyle, what, whatever, you know, but life is what it is. You make your own choices. She chose to be with this guy. And now that she found out how much he makes, she's like, I don't know if I can be with him. He doesn't measure up to my standards. After she got off the phone, I confronted her. First of all, she she gets angry for me saying that she deserves privacy. <laughs> she deserves privacy. Well, you know what? I think he deserves to know that you're dating down to your that you're lowering your standards to be with him. I think that's important information for this guy to know. You know? But okay. And I told her that was bullshit that she uh, that she talks about being open. So let's talk. This thing is massively summarized. We talked for over six hours. Wow. Six hours and resulted in me leaving for my cousin's apartment. Good for him. Long story short, she told me that she loved that she loved me is happy with me. She then says, it's just that if I'm going to judge you by societal norms that we, that we all know is out there, there is out there that I, that I am doing that I am not doing that. Well, wow. So, you know, maybe this is a New York thing. I understand it's expensive to live there. I, I, you know, I get that the markup there is is really high. Taxes there are really high. Uh, you know, people are probably paying two thousand dollars for a crummy efficiency style apartment. You know, basement apartment or something like that. I get that. That's you know, that that's probably. I'm I'm guesstimating here, guys. I don't know how much it costs to live there. I could always look it up, but you know, ultimately, this guy isn't making chump change. She's only making seventy thousand dollars more than him. That doesn't really. 
see, that doesn't make sense because it, it's not life changing. It's not like it, she's making a million and he's making 135. It, it doesn't make sense, the logic, but you see how it's bothering her that she's like, well, I'm making so much more than him. No, you're not really. You're, you're not making more than him to the fact that it's going to change your lifestyle. So th this goes to show you the lunacy that some women have on their standards. And it says, I got angry about all of this. I told her that I am doing great in my field, that her field pays more, but that doesn't make her better than me. And that my title is much higher than hers, that I actually manage a team of 10. See, he, so there is a trade-off here. Yeah, she paid, she gets paid more for, you know, being a software developer and all that. But, you know, it's not much more. I, obviously, I can't beat this horse to death anymore. Uh, it's not much more. And he's, he's talking about like, you know, hey, I'm a manager. I, I manage people under me. And again, he's in a career that's going to develop over the years. Most men don't hit their financial stride till 45. Okay? But see, she doesn't understand this. She doesn't see that far ahead. She only sees what's in front of her right now. She doesn't see the potential that this guy can create over the years of working there. <clears throat> okay. Let's see here. Uh, she starts going off on how computer science brings in a lot more talented people, but it doesn't matter that she doesn't want to have this conversation because it's hurting my male ego. No, see, this is what women, you know, uh, they, they go to, okay? They, they start saying like, oh, it's just hurting your ego. It's your ego. That's, that's being hurt. No, you literally said you were lowering your standards to be with this guy, that this guy is beneath you financially so that he, you're doing him a favor by being with him. That is what you're saying that you, that you are, oh, I'm being so generous and kind and I'm giving this poor schmo a chance at being with me. That's essentially what she's saying. When she's saying I lowered my standards to be with this guy, that is what she's saying. I'm better than him, and I'm doing him a favor by being with him. So it's not his ego being hurt. She's insulting the guy by saying that she's better than him. So he goes on to say, I got angry and told her that my ego is just fine, that being talked down to is effed up. This, this leads to more back and forth. And then if she wants to compare me to societal standards for men, then I will compare her to societal standards for women, that she isn't a catch by any means. And, and that does... And that does anyone really want a 30-plus-year-old girlfriend? She starts crying and insulting me more. There you go. There you go. She can tell him that, 
what he's done in life is shit. You know, it, it's not measuring up to her standards. She can be very insultive and, and demeaning to him. But as soon as he tells her, well, you know what? You're not all that attractive. And, you know, and, you know, you think guys are really lining up for a 30 plus year old girl to, to be with. You know, he could obviously have a younger girl if he wanted to. But he chose her. So he flipped it on her. He gave her the reverse scenario of what she was telling him. And now she starts crying. And so now she's going to make him into the bad guy when she was being the bitch to begin with. Oh, he's the asshole now because of what he said. Oh, you can demean him and, and belittle him. But as soon as he flips it on you and says, hey, like, you're not that attractive and you're old. Oh, now he all of a sudden she's the victim. See how that goes? I, you know, see how that goes? Like it, you know, yay girls, fuck men. That's essentially how it is. <laughs> uh, she says that, uh, she says that, uh, she gave me a shot and that I treated her like this. See, again. She thinks I'm doing you a favor and this is the gratitude that you show me. <laughs> she thinks she's better than him just because she makes a little more money. Just because she makes $70,000 more than him. Again, th this, this girl, it wouldn't matter if this, if this guy made a million dollars a year and if she made a million five, she would probably say he's not good enough. And as somebody who claims to be a womanist, where those things normally shouldn't matter, that, that if she made more good for you, girl, you make more. Yeah, that's awesome. You don't need no man to take care of you. He's just there to accompany you. You know, that's the womanist narrative. But obviously it means something. Obviously she's lowering herself to date a guy who doesn't make quite as much money as she does. So there is no equality when it comes to that. So she is looking for a guy who is superior to her financially wise. You know, she wants a superior. She doesn't want somebody who's on her level or, or right below it. Again, most girls would probably be like, you know, hey, he makes six figures, so that's okay. Especially if they're not up there, especially like if they're close or they're making the average, you know, the national average is roughly around 45, 50,000. He makes way above that. <laughs> okay. He makes almost what, three times that? And or two times that, whatever. You know, I can't do math, but there you go. It, it's still not good enough. He's above average and it's still not good enough for her. Wow. All right, guys, let me go ahead and pick this up in the second segment. So stick around. Stay tuned. Be right back. <laughs> All 
All right, guys, we're back. Couldn't do it in just one. Uh, so we we left off where uh, she uh, essentially said, oh, I'm hurting your ego. And he's like, no, it's not about my ego. It's that you're talking down to me and you're saying that you're better than me. And and so when he flips the script on her and gives her the counter of what, you know, what he's what she's saying to him, you know, so she's saying that, you know, by societal norms, you're not measuring up as a man, which, yes, he is. Uh, he was mentioning he was working out. So I'm going to probably assume that he's taking care of himself. He's making good money. Uh, he has a job where mobility or where that mobility to move up is probably very good compared to her where she's older and not that great looking. Now that's the counter to what she's trying to say about him. While what she's saying about him really isn't true, maybe it is for her, you know, which I think she's just being delusional, but what he's saying to her is probably more than accurate. I don't know what she looks like. So again, beauty is subjective. She might be a good looking girl. She might not, but her age, her age is definitely a factor. So it's okay for her to be an asshole to him. But when he says the counter to what she's telling him to make her understand, this is how you're making me feel. Now he's the asshole and she wants to play the victim. That's where we kind of left off. So he goes on to say, I got even angrier. And after this, I just left. I don't know what to say. I'm okay with dating a woman that makes more than me. Because honestly, it doesn't matter to him. And honestly, it's not life-changing money that we're talking about here. Okay. Really, I don't mind. But I hate, I hate that she thinks she is smarter slash dating down. Uh, being with me. That's messed up. Yeah, it is. It's it's stupid, delusional, fantasy land garbage that women have been told. Also, too, in our conversation, she compared me to some of her exes that had more money than me. Well, then why isn't she with them? If that was what she was looking for, again, there can be other factors to that. But look, then why aren't you with them? Why are you dating a guy who didn't measure up more or less to you to begin with? <laughs> See, the these are probably things that she should have found out early on in the relationship not eight months into it, and then she's talking about marriage and stuff like that. Uh, I, I think that she wanted to know what he made. She probably had her suspicions. I think when he started splitting the bill with her, even though he was paying more, she wanted to know, like, well, why, why is he not paying for it at all? How much does he make? And when she finds out, she's like, Ugh, God, I'm dating a commoner. This guy can't even afford uh, a lifestyle that I that I have or want. Like you, you don't have a dramatic change in lifestyle. You may live a little more comfortably. You may have a little bit nicer of a vehicle, a little bit nicer of an apartment, but 
it's not leaps and bounds nicer. Okay. That's what I'm trying to explain. That's what I'm trying to get through. Okay. She's being really unrealistic. It's, it's not money that it's making great life changes. And again, 70,000 is uh, to some people you might think, oh, that, that's a lot of money. No, it's not. Okay. It, it's not when it, when you're making over six figures. It is when you're below it. <clears throat> it is when you're below it. Okay. So let me, let me put it to you this way. If he was, if he had $1 million and she had $1 million, $1 million and $70,000, is that really that much of a difference? Is that really that big of a difference? $70,000 compared to a million that you already have? It's not, okay? That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's not going to make a substantial change. I get I'm beating this horse to death, but that's why I want women to understand. That's why I want you guys to understand. Now, definitely you want to try and achieve and, and, and get into a field that you're going to have that growth or mobility to move up. You know, again, this guy's young, 32. He's not even, uh, he's not even, uh, really set yet. Not till about 35 do most men get really solidified in their careers. And at 45 to 55, that's when they're really making the most amount of money that they're going to make. She doesn't know this, obviously, or she doesn't care to wait to find out or understand the potential growth and mobility in his career. And grant, she may have mobility and growth in hers as well, but the thing is, is that he's not just stuck there. The thing is, she thinks that a difference of seventy thousand dollars is is life changing to to his. Oh, I make more money. You can afford a little bit better lifestyle than him. That's it. That's it. It's not leaps and bounds. You're not living in a mansion. Okay, you have a little nicer apartment, a little bit better car. That's it. <laughs> oh, geez. You can't make this shit up, guys. You you really can't. The, the ridiculousness of some women, the unrealistic expectations and standards that they place on men. You know, the guy who used to make the average guy who used to make 70 to maybe 50 to $70,000 a year, the plumber, the policeman, the fireman, you know, that, that made a blue collared wage. They were, they were a catch at one time, you know, because they, they had stability. They had, you know, financial stability for the most part. They weren't rich. They did. They worked hard for their money, obviously, but that became that, that winded up not being good enough for the girl in Iowa, you know, the, the small town girl in Iowa who now has access to millionaires on the East and West coast who may be getting hit up by guys with money saying, Hey, I'll fly you out to LA. We'll party. You know, she obviously thinks that her worth is more 
and that she can do better because she's getting attention from guys who have more resources. So it kind of gives them this false sense of worth when in reality, those guys just find you attractive and they want to have sex with you. That doesn't mean that they want to wife you up. It doesn't mean that you're going to be their girlfriend. That means that they want to have fun with you and you said yes. But this is where that false sense of worth comes in. They think just because I can get guys like that, that guy who I normally would have been with, the guy who would have given me financial stability, more than likely been loyal and devoted to me, he's not good enough anymore. He's not, he's not the catch anymore in my small town when I can get better. Yeah, you may get a guy who's better when it comes to finances, but are you going to be his main girl? Are you going to be his wife? Probably not because he has a lot more options out there, better options out there. Beautiful women are a dime a dozen. Rich, successful men are rare commodities, okay? And there are very few of those guys out there and, and guys like this who are in the 10% of earners there are fewer of them than there are of the average guy who makes only fifty to you know eighty thousand dollars a year. So women need to understand that and take that in consideration. But they've market they've they've put themselves out of the market and they've excluded all these potential guys and then they bitch and moan and cry about I can't find a man when. Yeah, there's one down the street, but because he only makes $67,000 a year, you're not even going to look his way. And for women who make more, no one's saying a woman can't make more, right? No one's saying that you can't have an education, that you can't. Just understand that those things can backfire on you because what you do is you shrink that that, you know, those candidates that would have been worthy, that would have probably been good guys for you, now you're dealing with men in a higher income bracket who are in a higher status bracket because she wants better. She wants a guy who's, who's a superior. And those kinds of guys have options. Essentially, what she's saying is, uh, hey, look, I know that you've worked to get where you're at. You're, you make $500,000 a year or a million dollars a year. Uh, and, uh, you know, I understand you've worked hard to get where you're at, but I want you to give all that up, all the, all the opportunities that you have with other women for me. Why? What makes her so special or great that a man who's scraped and clawed his way to the top should give up any of his opportunities or his access to women for her? When that guy who makes 135000 is being loyal to her or the guy who makes 80000 will be loyal to her. 
because guys that are below a certain income bracket, although they can cheat, don't get me wrong, I don't think they should because they can't afford to. But guys who are below a certain income bracket understand that I don't have a lot of options when it comes to women a lot of times. If you're an average guy, you get what you can get. And most guys are usually happy with it as long as the woman treats them right. Most guys are usually happy. Not all, but most. You see how it's the difference, though? How it's changed, how most guys who are doing what they're supposed to, they're blue-collared workers, whatever, most of them genuinely just want a good woman who's going to treat them right, you know, treat them like they're their, like they're the king of their castle. But it's the opposite when it comes to women. Most women want men who are superior to them. A guy has no problem dating down. The guy who makes 80000 he could date a girl who makes 20000 Doesn't matter to him. But you can't have that the other way around. You can't have a girl who makes 100000 dating a guy who only makes 20000 or not even Or not working at all. And just plays video games all day. Yeah, that doesn't work. So let's go ahead and continue this here. Uh, so he left. He moved out. Uh, went to his uh, cousin's house. And uh, now he's uh, he's going to, go. I guess, go ahead and uh, say, uh, let's see here. Where, where do we leave off? Uh, I got even angrier, and after this, I just left. I don't know what to say. I'm okay with a dating. I'm okay with dating a woman that makes more than me. Uh, really, I don't mind, but I hate that she thinks she is smarter slash dating down being with me. That's messed up. Also, too, in our conversation, she compared me to some of her exes. Okay, I, I've read through this before. Uh, again, she's comparing them to her exes and, uh, and, and I can understand that if a girl is used to a guy paying for everything, it can be a bit of a change of pace. I get that. Look, I wish I made enough to where I could pay the bill without blinking. I wish I could. And I hope to one day he probably will in his, in his job. Uh, but the catch is these guys didn't even date uh, date her. Uh, they hooked up a couple of times and they might have taken her to a couple of fancy restaurants. Uh, they weren't official. So, see, she really wasn't even dating these guys. Uh, like boyfriend, girlfriend. She may have been dating them, going on some dates, and they took her out to some nice places and maybe that made her seem like maybe that made them seem like they had money. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. The guys being financially uh, responsible by saying, I don't make that much to do these things. And here's the thing is like, this is one thing that I wish people need to stop doing. 
Stop comparing your exes to the people you're with. You can learn from the mistakes you've made and, and the way people have treated you in the past and apply that to your current circumstances. Okay? But stop comparing the two. They are two different people. Okay? Don't make a man pay for the sins of another man. And men don't make a woman pay for the sins of, a, of another woman. Okay? They are two different people. If you see the red flags, if they mistreat you, if, if they're not really uh, somebody that you get along with, then don't be with them. Don't be that desperate that you need someone in your life. That you're going to cause heartache and pain later on in life. Just be by yourself till you find somebody that's worth putting all that time, emotion, and resources into. That goes for men and women. Okay? Vet the people you're with. This guy obviously is not a good match for this girl. She has way too high of a standards. She thinks that she's better than him and that she's doing him a favor by being with him. You know, I am such a good person because I'm dating this poor schmo here who only makes $135,000 a year. And, and But I make more than him and I'm doing him a favor. It's bullshit. It's what she's not making. If the guy made $20,000, and I say, yeah, that's that's a big life life changing. That's life changing money right there. He hell, even if he made $50,000 a year, that's she's in another income bracket altogether. Okay? So, yeah, I could understand that. But 70 grand, that's not life changing. It's a better car, a little bit better residence. That's it. Okay. Uh, he come, He goes on to say, says, I'm sorry if if this came off ranty. Uh, this fight happened yesterday. I'm still in my cousin's apartment. My girlfriend has called me a couple of times and I haven't picked up. I don't know what, I don't know what to do. You need to leave, obviously. That's my advice, leave. I feel like even if she does apologize, uh, intrinsically, she might just believe that I'm inferior and she has to settle. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, look, see, this is the problem when women make more money and stuff like that. They, they exclude a bunch of guys that normally would have been, uh, you know, good candidates for them. And, and because they can't see themselves dating a guy who makes less than them, you know, and I'm not, and this girl isn't even, I mean, this guy's not even making leaps and bounds less than her. Okay. You, I, I, you know, I think her standards are way too high. I think that he's well within that income bracket where he's not, he's not making uh, you know, substantially less money than her, uh, even though he's making less, it's again, it's not leaps and bounds. Okay. It's not life changing. It's not, uh, you know, it, it, it's just un, it's unrealistic. It's, it's, 
it's delusional kind of how she's thinking, but there's a lot of women out there like that. Her threshold for dating a guy, he has to make more than her. And that she's really lowering her candidate pool and she has a lot of things going against her. For one, let's say that this guy's being honest and she's not that good looking. She's maybe she's pretty plain or average looking. Okay. The fact she's 32 years old. Why is some guy who's making $250,000, $300,000 going to want to date her when he can date a the 22-year-old version of her? Why, why would you, if he has that option, why is a 32-year-old girl going to win over a guy who makes $300,000 compared to a 22-year-old girl that he can easily get? See, now I know, see, when I say that, like a lot of women say, well, that's sexist. That's a, no, that's fair. That that's that's he's worked his way up the ladder so he can have that option. And that if he does, so what? If he's 32 years old and she's 22 years old, who cares? Why does that bother you? Why? Because you're probably that 32-year-old who wants to bitch and moan about not finding a good guy and that these young girls are taking because men want youth and beauty. They want peace. They want, you know, femininity. They want a girl who's going to be on their program. That's all that men want. A compliant, young, beautiful, feminine girl who is going to you know, think the world of them. That's all they want. But these ridiculous standards that women have and the fact that she thinks that she can compete with girls who are younger and more beautiful than her, she's delusional. She should be happy for what she has, that this guy even wants to be with her. Because he could definitely date date younger than her. He could have a 26, 27, 28-year-old. He could have a 22-year-old if he wanted to. Because he's in a certain status, a certain income bracket, where he has those options. And women need to understand that. They, don't, they can't get mad at the guy who has options like that. They can't get mad at the girl who understands that this guy can take care of me and that he can take me places and that we can have fun and that we can do this and do that. They can't get mad at either of them. What they need to do is level up themselves. They need to make themselves more appealing. At 32 years old, she is past her prime. She needs to realize that, that she's got to take what she can get at this point. Because that 22-year-old girl has way more options and access to guys that she would be more inclined to want to date. 
That's who she's competing with now. That's why she says the dating market sucks and I had to settle. No, because you waited too long and you're too old now to get those kinds of guys that you want. And, you, and you've priced yourself out of that market of potential guys because now you're looking for a very small percentage of men, an even smaller percentage of men who make over $200,000 a year. So she's the one being unrealistic. She's the one who should be thankful that he's with her. An older woman who obviously thinks that because she makes $70,000 more than this guy, that that actually means something. It's delusional. It's ridiculous. Okay, so last point that he makes here. Uh, says, at this point, is this relationship basically dead? Yes, it is. Is it even worth salvaging at this point? No, it's not. I know I said some mean things too. And if she was to apologize, I would as well. Now, you know what? He, he may have said some uncomfortable truths. He may have said some some harsh truths to her but they weren't mean. They were based in reality. She's an average older girl who doesn't have the options that she did several years ago. Uh, it says, uh, I don't want to put anyone down, but at the same time, the thought that she was being snobbish and looking down on me for my financial situation just really irks me. What do you guys suggest? Okay, so uh, let me see here. Okay, never mind. <clears throat> um, it, he had something here, but it was uh, it, it, it had nothing. It was just a summary of the uh, of the story. Um, yeah. Okay. Last and final point, beat this dead, this horse to death long enough. Uh, look, this is hypergamy, okay? Prime example. And this shows you how crazy it can get, okay? How crazy it has gotten. This guy who makes over six figures, he's doing okay. All right, he's doing all right. Now, yes, maybe in New York that's it's on the low end because it is a very expensive city from my understanding. You know, but at the same time, it, he's not hurting for money. He's not, you know, he's not a uh you know, living paycheck to paycheck probably. He's probably doing okay. And he's in a field where that mobility and growth is there. So it's not like he's in a dead-end job. <clears throat> he's young. He's only 32. Most guys don't hit, you know, again, most guys aren't solidified in their career till about 35. That's when their, their earnings are going to start to go up a little bit or... They're more established. They have more experience. 
at 45 to 55 is when they are making their highest incomes. It's they when they hit their financial stride. Again, this woman has unrealistic expectations. Uh, probably because society has put down her. Plus, she's priced herself out of the market. And she thinks that $70,000 is life-changing money, apparently. So you can eat at a few fancier restaurants. You can have a little bit better car, a little bit more expensive car. You can probably afford a little bit more expensive apartment. But that's it. That's it. It's not leaps and bounds. I can understand if she made 500000 and he made what he makes. Or she made 300000 and he made what he makes. You know, that's a little different. The lifestyle's a little different. This one isn't. It, it's marginal. But this is how unrealistic women have gotten. So guys, just remember, hypergamy is a real thing, and it has gotten ridiculous. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Red Pilled Mail, and I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.